Yo, 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 what up, though? Welcome back to the HBCU as Fuck Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle McClenney, a.k.a. Rolling in the City. And this is going to be the pull-up episode. Uh, it's about 2 in the morning. It's exactly 2 in the morning right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a couple of homies from K-State that pulled up and everything. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday and all that stuff. So uh, let me just see who we got in the building. Go ahead and tell them, introduce yourselves. What up, though? It's your boy, Rio the Great. The one the girls love and haters love to hate. Wallahi genius, Southfield legend, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what's up, that's what's up. So, um, these my, these my brothers for real. Uh, we done came up in the dorms back at K-State. Uh-huh. Yep, uh, what was the dorm called, the Hoss? The Hoss, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> legendary. <laughs> legendary. That was the first shit. time, it was co-ed too, I think. Because before then, it was all boys the year before. Shit, when I got there, it was some hoes in there for sure. Yeah, I was like, yeah, just jump co-ed and all that stuff. So, um... Real quick, before we get into why y'all are here and everything, um, let's get just a little bit of HBCU background. So, uh, Rio, just tell them about, you know, your HBCU background, graduated from, and all that stuff. And then just let them know who you are, too. Yeah, man. Shout out to the mighty thoroughbreds, man. <laughs> Kentucky State's own, you know what I'm saying? I uh, graduated Kentucky State University, class of 2013. Um, I got my bachelor's in liberal studies with my concentration in early childhood education. Shit, man. I went to Kentucky State as well on band scholarship. Uh, Then I motherfucking transferred to, you know what I'm saying, Tennessee State because it was a little bit more popping and shit, you know what I'm saying? But the, you know what I'm saying, black college experience was, you know, still, it was just popping, man. You know what I'm saying? Just the whole thing. I, you know what I'm saying, couldn't stay, so I had to transfer back home. And I finished at, you know what I'm saying, Western Michigan, home of the legends, you know what I'm saying, in 2015 with a bachelor's in business marketing. But I just used all of that shit for, you know what I'm saying, my own personal brand and trying to figure out how to, you know what I'm saying, market myself the best way possible. Okay, that's what's up, that's what's up. It's good to have y'all here and everything. It's good to see my brothers. I know it's been, it's been some years since we've seen each other. Man. Man. Especially <laughs> like this. I'm about to say, me and... Uh, me and Rio, we go back to K State. Uh, me and I know you as Giancarlo, bro, still, yeah. bro. So that's how I know you. That's how I met you. So I'm gonna just call you G still. So oh, that's yeah, G. For sure, dog. So all I know is uh, I knew G since what 2005, bro. Southfield. Yeah. All I remember. I, I'm gonna just give a quick little Southfield story, bro. Legends. Yeah, yeah. So I remember we was in Southfield band at band camp, bro. And all I remember was, bro, we was we was at uh, one of the things, either lunch or dinner. I just remember. I think it was dinner. Mm-hmm. All I remember was looking up. And we already been there for like a couple of days. And I look up, I just see you. And they, everybody just laughing with you. I'm like, who, bro? And all that stuff. So nah. the next thing I know, I seen you play the saxophone like I did. And, you know, it's been been popping ever Hell since, yeah, bro. Man. In a bind. Nah, it's, it's crazy, bro. Because, like, I thought that those first few days wasn't mandatory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, my mom didn't really give a fuck about band and shit. That was some shit that I wanted to do. So shit on, on the schedule... You know what I'm saying? Pre-drills didn't say mandatory, so I yeah. missed the whole seven days and shit. I, I just showed up at band camp, <laughs> and everybody was like, what the fuck, like, bro? you been at, bro? Yeah. yeah, man. But I'm not going to lie, though, man. That You know what I'm saying? Southfield High changed my life as far as band. You know what I'm saying? Getting me started, you know what I'm saying, with, with performing in front of hundreds of people just on that small realm. 
Yeah. To just take it here now, man. It uh, started young for sure. I'm not saying then you took it to the next level in high school because you went from being an instrumentalist to being a drum major. Drum major, yeah. Yeah, so you got that, that first-hand experience of being in front and uh-huh. people knowing your name and your name being called out all the time. Man, it was a crazy experience that I still take with me to this day, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I remember like, y'all being on the front page of the newspaper, too. But lit in moment. midair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That shit was crazy as fuck, man, for sure. But um, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna stay stay with you for a second, G. Uh, so I really want to talk to you because like you went to two different HBCUs. You feel yeah, me? yeah. So um, I know you said TSU was popping a little bit more, bigger campus. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Everything else. So Snake um, ain't loyal. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I just gotta call it like I see it. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that's for sure is that the black college experience is important. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like just with different types of black people from different types of places. Like, you know, we had met black people from Chicago, all the black cities and, you know what I'm saying, Ohio. Yeah. Shit here, Louisville, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nashville, Memphis, Atlanta. Yep. And, you know, everybody had their own culture. So even to take it a step further, when I went to, you know what I'm saying, Tennessee State, we had people from even farther south, like Mississippi, mm-hmm. Alabama, yeah. Florida, you know what I'm saying, crowd, Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, black people from all of these places, bro. And you just kind of just find what you like and what you don't like in the culture and kind of take things with you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was a good, you know what I'm saying, time at both places. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good thing because, you know, I want to try to get this, like, on the platform because, like, you know, I didn't graduate even though I went to HBCU. But mm-hmm. like I said, I like to speak on the experience. And yeah. even though you didn't graduate from the HBCU, you went to two of them, mm-hmm. and you had got that experience. And like you said, it's it's still something you could take away from it. Man, it's, it's something that I, I wanted to say about that, too, is that, you know what I'm saying, after two years of going to black colleges, I went to a, you know what I'm saying, a, a, what's it called, PWI? Yep. A fucking white school, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, the government just gives them niggas way more money, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying, they for, like, facilities and they programs and they dorms. And they books and shit look way better than our shit. They cafeteria, mm-hmm. they got like twelve cafeterias. We had one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that bitch closed at seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You missed it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Nigga, if you didn't eat by seven, you just had to just starve, nigga. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like it was just a different world, bro. Like white colleges are, they just get them niggas, in my opinion, too much money. And and you know what I'm saying? The black colleges, they just didn't give us shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, so uh, Rio, let's say yo, all right. Well, both y'all for real. So since y'all been on HBCU campuses and everything, um, what was one like? Name some of y'all like top moments, y'all favorite moments, or things that y'all could take away from you know either the classroom, the campus, the people. Like, what's what's some lit that you think you took away from it? Man, just like the whole HBCU experience, just like the people. You know what I'm saying? Getting to meet people from everywhere. Being from Detroit, you don't realize, like, how different we are until you, you know what I'm saying, on campus with people from Ohio, Chicago. you like, man, these niggas is, like, they really just live. You know what I'm saying? They different from us. So, man, um, it, it was a lot with the HBCU. Just, like, the opportunities that was given. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, the, you know what I'm saying, the best, but it was like, man, like you said, the experience. I feel like the experience of going to an HBCU is worth, is worth much more than the paper. You know what I'm saying? Right. At the end of the day, I could have graduated from anywhere. I graduated from 
Kentucky State, but it's that experience that I had at Kentucky State that made, you know what I'm saying, the college thing that was worth all the student loans and everything, not the fact that I got a degree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you, I got you. Man, I would say mine was that, that like, family atmosphere during, uh, what's the shit called, uh, what's it called, uh, that first week, uh, welcome week? Oh, yeah, man, first man, welcome week. Dog, they just stayed out on the courtyard till... Five, six, seven, eight in the morning. Yeah. And like niggas was from everywhere. You know, to niggas playing cards, kicking, blasting yeah. music. And like, you kind of got to see that black people all just kind of fucked with each other. It didn't matter where, you know what I'm saying, you was from and shit. Like mm-hmm. that, like first week when like you getting to know everybody. I mean, campus is going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Even with being in band and not really being able to be there all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. I would say those, you know what I'm saying, nights where, like, we kicked it from, like, 10 until just outside, or, you know what I'm saying, or, like, you know what I'm saying, in the dorms. Yeah. Those are, you know what I'm saying, things that I take with me. Okay. So, um, let me ask this, because I'm just curious about these other campuses. Um, at TSU, did they have Fried Chicken Wednesdays? Uh, sadly, they did not have Fried Chicken Wednesdays. <laughs> it was something stand that I resented. Up. <laughs> so fried like, Chicken Wednesdays. Hey, yes. man, that's a real thing, bro. But nah, sadly, bro, Tennessee State did not have Fried Chicken Wednesdays, nigga. Would they have equivalent to it? Did they have any, like, a, a special day where they had? Well, they damn near had, they had this shit called, what's it called, Courtyard Wednesdays, mm-hmm. where, like, all of the frat stroll at the student center, and it's a DJ outside. Okay. And it's, like, going crazy. Okay. So, like, I feel like that's, you know what I'm saying, equally black as fried chicken uh, Wednesdays. Yeah, it's like, like a cookout without yeah. the food, t- food type shit. It yeah. was a cookout for sure, like, she was straight. Okay, okay. So, um, let's, let's get into why y'all here, man. Uh. You know, I told y'all to come tap in and everything. You feel me? I didn't care. You know, I work night shifts, so I'm always up. So, um, y'all pulling up at 2 in the morning, it's kind of kind of different for me, but it's actually kind of fun. Something different <laughs> to do with oh, just, yeah. just kicking everything. So, um, what y'all got going on? Always working, man. Always working. I just literally just dropped my first solo project, Just Be Great. It's on all social, I mean, all music platforms. My bad, it's 2 in the morning. I'm just... <laughs> Everywhere, yeah. yeah, it's on all streaming platforms, all music platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, wherever you listen to music, title, it's on there, man. Um, this is big for me, man. I just really started taking music serious like a year ago, and I jumped in like head first, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, you was going crazy, man. I, whew, I had a lot of videos, I've been recording a lot of music, and the work is like I'm happy that I have something to show for it finally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After mm-hmm. all this, all this time and work that I've been putting in, and you got that good feeling. Like man, it feels good. It's, it's, it's a relief. Like it, bro. But it, it it'll never stop either. Oh, yeah. Like you see, I'm down here. I'm working with G. Man, we just shot a fire ass video, man. Uh-huh. Fire ass <laughs> video. I'm so excited about it. Like I got to work with, um, just people that's different from what you would find in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? With a whole different mindset, a whole different view. You know what I'm saying? A whole different visions from what, you know what I'm saying? What the the norm is from where I am. So, okay. man, it's, uh, it's dope. Dope as hell. It was probably one of the, my favorite experiences, like, you know what I'm saying? Thus far, as far as, you know what I'm saying, making music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had a whole production cast. We had models. We had a fucking, you know what I'm saying, real 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, he Shout out to Third Eye Media Company, bro. We had the hoes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. The shit was called Borrowing Hoes, and it was so. It was called Borrowing Hoes, and it was. It and was you see hoes. this video? I'm gonna just gonna... say this: that like women in the video are fine as hell, and that's just a really good key component <laughs> to have in your video. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you know what I'm saying, Kanice. Uh, she's been doing her thing for four years, bro. She's from the, I think she said Connecticut. Oh, so yeah. she had moved down to Memphis, and okay. like we had met her, and like she just plugged in with the scene. You know what I'm saying? She do videos with everybody that's popping. You know what I'm saying? So okay, it was an honor for us to even be there, and she has everything on lock, bro. I'm talking about the Man, models, the location, that was the, best video shoot the I fucking, ever did. like, bro. We didn't have to do anything. She would just say, "Sit here." Start at this part of, mm-hmm. of the song. Like, we didn't have to think. We just knew the lyrics, and that job. was it. Bro, it was a full-blown production. I won't even lie to you. It was a full-blown production, nigga. Like, it, it's a video with a plot, scenes, a message, a commercial. There's an infomercial <laughs> in the video. Like, it's... No cap. Like, you know what it's up. a full-ass production, bro. And I'm excited for everybody to see it. But until then, stream Borrowing Hoes. By Wallahi G featuring Rio the Great, you feel me? Rio the Great, the one that girls love and haters love to hate. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, you know what? Since since y'all brought that up, I'm gonna uh, let's get to that song real quick. I'm gonna uh, throw it on here. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Uh, let's see. I'm sure I got the rights to play the whole song on here from y'all since I'm sitting here with the army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get to it. We own the rights to this music. We do own the rights to this music. That's that's another good thing, too. We got to own our shit. Sex mob. Sex mob. Sex mob. We own the great. Yeah. Another mic DX. Yeah. Man, y'all niggas borrowing hoes. To the cold, getting your motherfucking bag, the hoes gon' come for show. I can't lie, I had hoes even when I was broke. Down to my last, feeling bad with my dick in her throat. Before I had a song, I had some girl in her thong with me, low key with my dick on her tongue. Two hoes plus Rio, that's my favorite trio. White hoe, black color like an old Rio. Make them cream in the middle like an old Rio. Fuck them both good till they scream my old Rio. 
Way back in high school, I was fucking the hoes. When you was in the friend zone, hoes calling you bro. Dick fly shit and plenty weed to roll. It ain't hard to tell why I'm the nigga she told. Yeah, and that was, what was that, Borrowing Hoes, right? Borrowing right. Hoes. Yeah, Borrowing Hoes. Go stream that. I got that off of SoundCloud, so everybody get on SoundCloud, <laughs> go stream that. <laughs> I forgot that it's on SoundCloud. All streaming platforms. What's crazy, though, is that for the song Borrowing Hoes, I heard the beat, and I literally just came up with Borrowing Hoes. Like, <laughs> literally. Like, <laughs> like that's all came, I had, bro. He came over here, he like... We like, shit, let's work on some shit. I'm like, what you got? He played me the beat. I'm like, all right, inspire. I'm like, what you got? He like, borrowing hoes. I, bro, it's like nothing I didn't even else. write a like, verse or nothing. I didn't write a chorus. Nothing. <laughs> it's like, this borrowing song gonna be hoes. about borrowing hoes. I was like, all right. Duh, and this, this nigga verse was finished within like two hours. Like, it was an unreal, li- like, it was crazy. He was like, well, I'm done. And I'm ready to record. I still, at this point, haven't even wrote a verse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, bro. So, I'm like, all right, bet. Hey, hey, y'all niggas go. ain't got no hoes. Y'all niggas ain't got no hoes. I did. Did my version shit. It was crazy, bro. So, he like, shit, let's record it. So, I'm like, bet. So, in the studio, I'm like, shit, will you just go first so I can finish writing this shit? Literally. <laughs> like, I'm in the fucking studio with a MacBook. Typing my fucking verse out. Like a motherfucker <laughs> trying to be the deadline for a school paper and shit. Dog, so it's goofy as fuck. So, like, we, like, you know what I'm saying, in the studio, and I'm, like, holding my MacBook, reading the lyrics, rapping the fucking song, Borrowing Hoes, that I just fucking typed up like a fucking essay. And that's the recording that you hear, or, or that the people hear. It. So, so that's what you hear is you reading off the laptop. It's, like, literally me reading off the laptop. <laughs> Like, the fucking like essay borrowing <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So, um, let's see. So, how long your project been out? Shit, bro. I had dropped Southfield Legend in July. And 2020? Yeah. Okay. And, bro, it's, it's been played everywhere, bro. Like, multiple countries. Tax. But... I was just uh, looking at, at the stats, bro, and Southfield Legends been played in 28 countries. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's and up. I don't know that many people, bro. I don't know niggas in 28 different countries. Like, that shit mean the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, Unless you know you're doing something good. You got something going. Appreciate it, bro. And, like, really, it just shows where hard work and faith can get you. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? When I put it out, I was just trying to make my city happy or do something or, you know what I'm saying, be the first for my city to say that I'm from Southfield or that it's, you know what I'm saying, artists from here. Mm-hmm. And I never, you know what I'm saying, expected tens of thousands of plays, 28 different countries. Like, it's still growing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't even put out the fucking video yet, and I think that that bitch gonna go viral. Like, a nigga prayed on it. Like, I, like this bitch about to go viral. 
Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was, I was like, bro, the like production, the you had to be there, like to see the shit. You know, like, you're like bro, all right, maybe moving, it's gonna go viral. Y'all moving like artists, I can tell. Like that's what it sound like to me. Um, mm-hmm. so like once, uh, so the person that's doing the video, she's helping package that up together too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So make sure you put that out on all the right platforms and everything. We were make just sure, talking about that earlier. Get seen, world star, and everything. Mm-hmm. All them places and really, bro, they, they don't tax a lot, especially if you feel like you got a product yeah. that's worth putting, you know what I'm saying, some cheese behind. Mm-hmm. Because it's niggas that have terrible products and they put cheese behind it. And niggas be like, I wonder why these songs getting played and mine not. They believe in they self, nigga. You don't just spend the money because you got it. You yeah. spend the money because you like, this is a, you know what I'm saying, investment. The world going to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Get that back, yeah. Straight up. So, um, all right, let's get back to you, Rio, your project. Just be great. So that just dropped, what, two hours ago, two hours and 22 minutes ago? Man. <laughs> Going crazy. Dang, two, two, two. <laughs> These numbers, I've been seeing them. So who you got on the project? Man, my motherfucking track list is crazy. I got, has though my boy Rio the Young OG on there. The real legend, man. Just because, you know what I'm saying, Rio, Rio, when I first got into the rap thing, every time I told somebody out, the rapper named Rio, they automatically assumed I was Rio the Young OG. <laughs> so I felt like it was important for me to do a song with him and be able to clear all that up. You know what I'm saying? I got a Rio and Rio track, um, okay. I got a Doughboy's Cash House on, Big Keys on there, Seven Mile Legend, I seen that track really. seven. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Track Seven. Shout out to <laughs> Doughboy's Cash Out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Detroit Legends, man. I'm I'm not playing. Like I'm trying to trying to be great. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm working with the greats. That's what I'm doing. Um, I got my boy Ice Dolo on there. My young dog from the city, HP, a hundred years. He one of the biggest artists for my city right now. So it's only right that I threw him on. The city anthem, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, my boy G on there, of course. Going crazy, man. You, you feel know me what I'm too saying? turned up. Uh, Cam Woods, uh, man, an artist from Detroit that everybody needs to tap in with. Um, he does it all, man, from the artwork to motherfucking beats. I think he produced three beats on my thing, and then he got uh, two features as well. So definitely tap in with Cam, man, Iceman, um, another HP legend. Uh, shout out to my young boy, OTM Brand, man. My young dog, only 16 years hey, old. Hey, man, that nigga go crazy, too. He go crazy, man. Be on the lookout for him, man. My city got a lot of talent on the way. But, um, yeah, that, that, that feature list, that track list is, is, is hot, man. These 11 songs, 30 minutes, man, is well, well, well worth your time. It's definitely something you'll enjoy. Um, just the first uh, the first body of work of many, 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 many more to come. Okay. We just getting started, man. Niggas locked in. Yeah, just heating up, man. Just heating up. So let me ask this. Um, if you, since y'all got y'all projects going and y'all about to get out here and all that stuff, um, have y'all done any performances 
within well besides before COVID or mm-hmm. even even if y'all like, got it in during this time mm-hmm. like have y'all done any performances lately? I had a performance on Thursday night. Performed in the hood on Thursday night, man. Random as hell. What you perform? Something about the new something about the new uh, thing that just dropped? Yep, I performed my song Rockstar. Okay. Um and I performed uh Get bought on bitch. <laughs> my I put song. you in my bot on let's yeah. say. <laughs> but shout out to uh, shout out to I Rock Local man. It's a, a spot in Highland Park, Michigan. Um, performance spot they host poetry nights. They host uh, artist showcase or whatever. Whenever they have anything, it's right there in my hood. So I show love. You know what I'm saying? They got an open mic poetry night. I'm there. Rapping my songs acapella, you know what I'm saying? Just to get that feel, that experience, that, you know what I'm saying? The reps in, that's how I look mm-hmm. at it, like practice. You know, just make a song and then get in front of 100,000 people and be great. You know what I'm saying? People don't see that that work that goes in, you know what I'm saying? Performing in front of 10 people, mm-hmm. performing in front of 20, 100 people, you know what I'm saying? Being able to keep energy when it's just you and that one person who needs to hear you in the room. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I perform every every chance I get, man. Man, I'm going to say, when I dropped, uh, I dropped my tape in the summer, and it damn near was like, COVID was really like, heating up, it felt like. like yeah. Peak, yeah. yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? I only performed twice, and you know what I'm saying? It was damn near more, you know what I'm saying, open mic setting. Uh, I would say maybe... 15 to 20, 25 people, and it was real intimate, but, like, the type of songs that I make, I have, like, a bunch of slow songs where it's, you know what I'm saying, R&B features, so I kind of performed those as, like, poems, my, like, you know what I'm saying, verses for those, Okay. and, like, it was kind of a different speed for me, bro, like, to even be, like, because I'm so used to hearing the song like I wrote it, so to be able to slow it down and say it with somebody playing the, like, piano or somebody humming in the background, like, it was a completely different space for me bro and i kind of feel like i prefer those you know what i'm saying because you get to know the people that's watching you you get to, you know what I'm saying people come and talk to you afterwards and say like yo man like shit was deep shit was sweet you know what i'm saying so that was a good time for me but you know what I'm saying? after covid that's something that i'm looking to dive straight into is performances okay if you could tell an aspiring Person, like another artist at HBCU that's trying to get their music out here, if they were on a, a HBCU campus, how would you tell them to at least start off? Bro, some talent shows, I feel like, bro. Just start. Like, <laughs> nigga, HBCU's got so many platforms because we, you know what I'm saying, throw shit on campus. Yeah, like you said, it's that family vibe, too. And like, you feel me? Everybody's going to support and everything. I, my biggest thing of advice would be to just start because once oh, shit, you they saw me sneeze i'm sorry <laughs> bless you bro <laughs> blessings blessings and once you get started with anything i feel like man that's the it's the biggest thing it's like you don't know where it's gonna take you but if you don't start you won't go nowhere you can't do nothing with it just being a thought in your head you know what i'm saying it's good to have a doc because you know what i'm saying shit start with thought but action yeah, yeah. Like, you gotta have the thought to want to do it, but don't just flirt with the thought forever, bro. It, do do what time. you want to do. You know, you you really only get one life to live. Don't get caught up in, you know what I'm saying, what your parents want you to do, what this person might, you know what I'm saying, make you happy or whatever, because at the end of the day, you gotta live with the results, not them. 
You could do everything that somebody tell you to do right and still not get the results you want. And you know what I'm saying? Go for the shit you want. You know, be you, ain't, you can't even be mad at them because you they didn't do it. You did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. So um, let me ask this: You got TSU and uh, KSU right here, and then you got KSU. So let me ask this: If you see an in, like an influx, and in, let's see you see all your <coughs> streaming or all your sharing and all your social media interaction coming from like the HBCU network. Would you keep pushing towards the HBCU world at that point and let them? Thank you. Hell yeah. Okay. College my, is a billion dollar industry, bro. And that's my people. You know what I'm saying? HBCUs is just like, it's a fun environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what rapper doesn't want to, you know what I'm saying, be tapped in with the colleges? Okay. Especially with black people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, go, all right, so let me just get this out the way real quick. So, um. Go ahead and put like y'all, get your contact information for people that would want to do features right now. You don't mm-hmm. got to do social media. If, unless it's your social media that you contact, but like your email, if you got one, just yeah. throw it out there for Yeah, you can contact me however, you know what I'm saying? Find me on social media, Rio the Great. That's at Rio the Great, R-I-O-T-H-A-G-R, number eight. It's all one word. It's on everything. I'm not hard to find. I'm uh, not hard to communicate with. You know what I'm saying? I reach back to people. Right now, I have a pretty uh, fair price going on on features. You know what I'm saying? We could get together. We could work. Um, I'm ready. I got verses ready. Um, I have features lined up when I get back home that I'm about to knock out. I got two of them. So, tap in with me, man. Let's get this work in. Shit, man. Y'all can hit me on any social media platform. It's all the same. W-A-L-L-A-H-I underscore genius. For y'all niggas that can't spell that. G-E-N-I-U-S. But yeah, man, as far as features, I'm damn near finishing some up every week. So just get at me, man. I got a fair price. I got a fair price. All right, get at me for that price go up, man. The more features I get, I ain't gonna be able to do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Price that I'm gonna start picking them. Yeah. You gotta know your worth around here. You got, you got motherfuckers that know they worth around here. Black Kings know yeah. how to. You feel me? I ain't gonna lie. Once, this is just some real shit, just being an artist. Once I, once people start saying I was doing songs with like Rio the Young OG, the Big Keys and stuff, every week it was just like, man, let's work now. You know what I'm saying? I got people that, you know what I'm saying? You know how people kind of reach out to you but they kind of leave you like you know what I'm saying like in the hanging yeah like yeah I'm gonna fuck with you bro like you know what I'm saying yeah I'm mm-hmm. gonna come <coughs> like once they say I was really working it was a lot of uh, influx of like oh you really working like come on I'm trying to do this on this day or this day this day it's just like okay yeah, yeah you made everybody else step on like see you step mm-hmm. on the gas like oh man hey, man really working like you know what I'm saying well, he home, really on that bus let me jump on there with him like man I'm not saying that I'm better than nobody you know what I'm saying none of that shit it's just like I'm not about to let nobody out work me yeah you know what I'm saying I just drove from a video shoot in Tennessee straight to this podcast interview in Kentucky and my tape just dropped and I'm about to go home and I'm about to work like I'm not you know what I'm saying relaxing I ain't Celebrating, I ain't, I ain't gonna say I ain't celebrating. Celebrating for sure. Congratulations, man. 
Congratulations to you, man. Yeah, man. Gotta keep going. Yeah. Congrats to both of y'all, bro. Cause uh, congrats to you and the hey, HBC man, everybody. <laughs> congrats to everybody, man. bro. Yeah, we all live here. Yeah. Congrats to everybody, working. man. Man, for real. But um, shoot, I don't like. So I just wanted to get that out the way, cause I don't. I hope y'all don't think we wrapping up just yet. We got a couple other things we gonna talk about real quick. Um, so today was Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. Brady got number seven. He the best quarterback of all time. You think so? What it is. That's a bold player. statement. That's a bold statement. Nah, all man. Time. With 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 seven. Hell yeah. yeah. All these quarterbacks out here. That's that. I mean, I'm just I'm just. That's seven, yes. bro. I mean, rings talk. Just talk. Okay. Just like Michael said. Just like cut, Kobe said. You, you rings gotta, talk. You got to cut Brady's career in half to even co- compare another quarterback to him from any era, decade. Bro, he's period. better than some teams, like franchise histories. He has more championships than some franchises. You understand? Okay. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'm on more championships don't get it. than the Lions had wins this year. Hmm. So, um, damn, you do. Yeah. Then I started thinking about who was all on his team that got a uh, a ring. I was like, Antonio Brown got a ring. Mm-hmm. And they said uh-huh. he he was never gonna play again because of his attitude and actions. Now he is Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Now that was a turnaround right there. Because once I did see, I forgot he was on the team. I seen he he got a touchdown. Score. Yeah. He scored. I was like, oh, I forgot he was on the team. So uh, yeah, Fournette. Yeah, Fournette went crazy. I thought he uh, got robbed out of the MVP. I thought that the coach <laughs> robbed going, him of playing time. He was going crazy yeah. at one point. Who'd y'all go for? Man, being a sorry-ass Livonia Lions fan, it really ain't matter. Nah, man, don't put that losing shit on Livonia. (laughs) (laughs) The Detroit Lions been losing, nigga. (laughs) Keep them out of this. Man. But I was rooting for, well, since because of black quarterback, I wanted him to win, and I felt like they were the better team. Mr. Quarter Billy. But you can't really count out Tom Brady, Quarter bro. Billion dollar contract. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a realist because like, don't get me wrong, like, when it, I'm, you know, we all from Michigan, so you know that Michigan, Michigan State stuff is real. So I'm, uh, I'm Michigan State all day. But you know, Brady went I always to Michigan. Hated that. Yeah, like always hated that about you personally because <laughs> I'm the biggest Michigan fan. I got Michigan jackets, gloves, hats. Yeah, I, I flip flop back and forth. I never flip flop, nigga. Since, okay. since the Fab Five, I ain't flip flop. I was a Michigan State baby, so that's how I, I said. I can't go. I can't go. Michigan. But yeah. I don't even wear they, they paraphernalia. I don't I wear nothing. That's... I got one Michigan shirt, and I got that because I lost a game. And we lost to y'all one time. And they was like, you got to wear this shirt. And I just kept it. You feel me? Just for that little Look, fun moment. I'm telling you. But that's like a that's like a laundry shirt. You feel me? You'll never catch me in public with that shit on. Like a Michigan laundry shirt. But um, I'm trying to. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Brady. Like, I like Brady overall as a quarterback. Only thing I didn't like is he went to Michigan. But overall, I respect this game. I liked him over Peyton Manning and everything. Like, Peyton Manning, I can't stand. And I know some people, yeah. that's the other way around. They're like, man, I, I like Peyton Manning, but I can't stand Brady. But, like, I fuck with Brady because, like, he he cold, bro. He, he and he sh- went to Michigan, bro. And the best part about him going to Michigan is that he's at least seen Southfield. So, shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him. <laughs> motherfuckers that. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, overall, I'm a Lions fan, so you know it's it's always a sad year. You feel me for us on here? Hey, but they done hire some some uh, good people though, as far as like coaches, like the like staff is straight. 
Yeah. As far as, you know what I'm saying, the people that they bring in. I don't, I don't really fuck with, you know what I'm saying, Jerry Goff, but he is, like, only two years removed from the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he ain't that bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm, his defense took him there. Nah, bro. Mostly. And Todd, and, and Todd Gurley. Actually, he had a lot of good pieces around him. And I'm, trying, I'm just about to double check this real quick, but I think, if I'm correct, one of the teams in the Super Bowl had an all-black uh, coaching staff. That was the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, so Everybody black outside of the head coach. Yep. I'm about to say, yeah, it was all-black, and I think they had a couple females on their staff, too. Yeah, like two or one. Okay, we had our first uh, female ref. Mm-hmm. And she called everything. Yeah, she's out there calling shots. <laughs> yeah, something like... <laughs> she was... He was the big dog on the other day. Yeah, they called. Yeah, they was calling everything. Like a couple of them, like I feel like they could have just let go, but a lot of them, like, they called everything. A few of them, I was like, they missed. I'm like, hey, what was that, bro? But I think it was a, I think it was a fair call game overall. Ah, I don't know. This touchdown, though, like we watching, we watching the highlights right now. I'm like, this touchdown was. It didn't matter because they they won anyways, but. But they did stop them though. The, yeah. the ball didn't get in. I just don't like I don't like that camera angle right there. They could have at least did the goal line one. Mm. I'd rather watch that. That nigga was making some crazy throws and they was just dropping them bitches, bro. <laughs> like some of his best throws were like it would have been a crazy highlight. Them niggas just dropped the wide open it was two highlights that I thought would have been the best highlights ever, but this nigga just dropped them, bro. So let me ask this real quick. Uh I'm gonna jump back to y'all college years when y'all went in college what was who was the artist that you were that was popping during that time or that you would catch yourself listening to Gucci Mane damn Gucci Mane for sure lots and lots of Gucci Mane lots and lots of Drake um man I got introduced to a lot of different artists in college uh Big Sean Nam Kennedy Wiz Khalifa Kusha Orange oh yeah the the, uh, blog era Man. We showing our our age, but the blogger rap, Wale, currency. You know what I'm <laughs> no, that was an era though. Like that. Hey was, man, they were making really good music. That was that was good. That was they were making that was our music. All really? of them were making really they, good music. They shifted the culture for yeah. sure. Yeah, good kickback music, vibe music, and everything. Smoking music. Cole, don't forget Cole and that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Cole was there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I would say those people, and then we also had. A bunch of like dance songs, like for the oh, yeah, parties and can't shit. Forget, like the uh, Travis Porter. Yeah, it was a bunch of dances. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. And that was the first time that I got introduced Roscoe to like. Dash. Yeah, was Swag Surf that shit too? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. yeah I think we was in school you said for that. That's a, that is a HBCU anthem. You know what I'm saying? That is an anthem now, like that. that yeah, is mandatory. No matter where HBCU go to, you cut that shit on. That and nigga, that's when we first got to school. You know how to on all the Swag Surf. Damn, bro. And when we first got there, Barack be- became president. Okay, let's talk Damn, about Damn, we was at black colleges when that shit That shit was crazy. Let's talk about that moment. Like, how, like, that moment alone on campus, campus looked like just how being, UK would look if they won a championship. Man, yeah. just being in the world at that time, like. In the South at that time, too. It was so important to, like, our parents, grandparents, like, all the generations and stuff. And we literally, like, had that opportunity to vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
that my first time voting, I really felt like my vote mattered. You know what I'm saying? Seeing those numbers, how he who did he even go against? Uh, was it Ronald Reagan? No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it, bro? It was. Uh, is it Mitt Romney? Al Gore? No, that's a fucking Democrat. Look, man, I'm talking no politics. But whoever the fuck it was, he blew him out the. Uh, was it George Bush? It might have been McCain. It was either McCain or Romney. It might have been Romney one year, or McCain the other. But either way, he blew him out the walls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like it was McCain. McCain. The first year. Yep. Jeezy dropped that song. My president Black. Black. Oh, my man. Blue. Just the whole build up to it. Like, it was it was amazing, man. Now that, that I'm thinking it. about it, bro, I have to a party the second time he won, but I was at a different school. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. That was those were two lit ass nights of my life, bro, that, I could, that I'm excited to tell my future kids and grandkids about. Like, I, I sought shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy shit. That's I didn't, I didn't realize I was celebrating such an accomplishment like in racist ass Kentucky until like years later. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, we was really turning up with the police out there, just like waiting to, you know what I'm saying, it for some shit to pop off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I don't think I, I felt, I felt the moment that was going on. I understood um, what we were doing and what was happening, but. It really Looking settled back in. On it, yeah. say, yeah, like now I look at it like it settled in. Like we we did something. We we just we just did something and then we just did it again. It was crazy, bro. But Shifted the, the paradigm. It was crazy. The bro. first black woman vice president on here. Man, I'm I'm living through a lot of historical events. And yeah. that shit crazy. No rap. Like rap. things that'll be talked about forever. Like that shit crazy, bro. So, it's kind of amazing more so than crazy, but it's wild nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild more Like, this stuff is about, it's going to be in history books. Yeah. It's and going like, to be told and passed down. No matter what, no matter if they try to throw away the history books, we're going to tell that, like, no, there was and a I'm woman, going to my vice president. There man, was a black yeah. president. The coronavirus? Nigga, what? Yeah, I'm about to say that. Like, we're gonna Outside? Just... Man, one of my goals... My birthday just passed. I ain't gonna yeah, I'm about to say happy birthday, Thank y'all, thank y'all. One of my goes thirties. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my thirties, man. I'm uh-huh. 30, boy, man. I make thirty look good. Thirty is a beautiful thing. Thirty. I had a mama. I got a daughter. You know, what I'm saying Aunties, right all there. Aunties, whoever want it. Nah, I'm talking best, but thirty is a it's a beautiful thing. But one of my goals was I wanted to go to a basketball game at every stadium. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to go see every team. Okay. That was one of my uh, goals. And before, like, the corona shit, I had made it out to uh, New Orleans. Man, I was at a Pistons versus versus Pelicans game, the one where Derrick Rose hit the game winner over Drew Holiday. Okay. No, I think I do remember. I seen him on IG. Man, being the only, like, Pistons fan, in New Orleans, after we done hit a game winner, hands up in the air, like in the crowd, Going everybody crazy. just like, yeah, that was, that was a great feeling. But, man, that, that was one of my things. And then it's just like, you take little stuff like that for granted. Like, I made it to go see, like, a Utah versus Denver game randomly as hell. <coughs> then, like, uh, I remember I had an opportunity to go to a game with my cousin. It was Memphis, and they were playing somebody random. So we go drive, like, hour and a half to the game mm-hmm. and um the last minute he kind of like backed out on me like nah you know what i'm saying uh 
catch the next game. We catch the next game, cause and now look what it is. Like, ain't no telling when we'll be back in the stands to just be able to enjoy a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? Even if we was in the ten dollar seats and the, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and the bleachers is just like shit. Yeah, no, believe it or not, we going, going crazy. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I said the next time I go, I think the next the reason I ain't been to a uh, NBA game. Next time I go, I really want floor seats, but now you since COVID, me? like I don't even think they even let nobody near the floor at all. It's like I know with the Pistons right now, you can't just go buy tickets. Like you got to be invited to the game. What? Really? Yeah, personally. Damn, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, like they, of course, they inviting celebrities and big name people. But mm-hmm. like, if I wanted to go to the Piston Laker game, like Same. I can't just <clears throat> go grab a ticket. <laughs> it's Yo, who the fuck are you? COVID shit. I might have Corona. <laughs> I heard a lot of health healthcare workers were at the uh, Super Bowl. I heard a lot of them got tickets and everything. So, well, that's dope. I say, yeah, long some of them going to the good place. You just not give them out to just your, your, your peoples. Yo, yeah. You feel me? Oh yeah, I was about to put my peoples in. Like, like come on, like you know, people like you just give them away. You got people that want to buy them and all stuff. Put money mm-hmm. in the uh, organization's pocket. But uh, yeah, next time I want to go, I want to get some floor seats. I really want. I want to interact with the player. I want to be able to get some shit. Yeah, I want them to be able to stare at me if that, if I told them they was gonna miss a shot. Uh huh. Like my bad, Brian. I thought you was gonna be off. Nah. <laughs> Man, it's a random cool ass story, but. Uh, it was a player that played for the Pistons. His name was Luis Montero, man. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Lou was my best friend when he was uh, <laughs> in the Pistons, bro. I met him at the barber shop. We went going to the same barber, and he was just cool, man. Like, I got that was my first time being able to bust an NBA player in 2K. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a little random ass like bucket list goal. Hmm. Like playing against 2K. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Play with these niggas. 2K using themselves to bust their ass. But. So I got a random story there too. I done, <clears throat> I played one-on-one with the, uh, the NBA player. NBA player for real. What? <laughs> Legendary. Um, so my brother's uh, godmother, she knew Theo Ratliff. Oh, from the Pistons? Yeah. But I think at that point he played with the Sixers with uh, AI. Oh, that's when he was sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gonna say with the Pistons? You know, but what? he did he play did, for the Pistons. He did play for I the know, Pistons. I know, but you yeah, got he was straight too though. You gotta acknowledge the sweet three old Rattlers. Oh, when he played for the 76ers. Yeah, that's yeah. when he was AI and all that stuff. So, um, he had Aaron came. Snow, Aaron McKee. Yeah. Eric Snow was trash. I hated Eric Young Snow. Larry Hughes. Hey, Larry Hughes is still a baller though. Eric Snow knew how to get AI out of bar and get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he had a job for so long. But yeah, uh, he had came through. the ball of love. He had came through um, and seen seen my brother's godmother and everything and came by my great-grandmother's house and we stayed up the street. So uh, they was like, come down the street and everything. I seen him, like, dude, tall as hell, bro. He over here, head bent over in the house, head can't even, it's about going to touch the roof. He stands straight up type thing. Yeah, he mm-hmm. got a duck head and shit. So my grandma has this legendary little basketball rim in the backyard. Everybody done played in it and all that stuff coming up. So it's like, my little generation, so I'm back there. I always used to hoop back there all the time, so I'm known to hoop back there. So it was like, uh, yeah, Kyle, he played basketball. Go ahead, and get like, go and play one on one. I'm like, I'm looking at him like, I'd have been trying to dunk on him. And I'm like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm probably like maybe nine, ten years old. So I already know like this. He's just gonna let me shoot and everything. Mm. But I'm like, all right, whatever. Went out there, 
put up a couple buckets and everything. He blocked one shot. But uh, it was just a little fun experience and all stuff and everything. I think I met, I, I, I won't say I know him, but I met him. And then the only other person I met was Ben Wallace. You know, I've never met Ben Wallace, bro. I always wanted to meet Ben like, Wallace. I met Ben Wallace right before. Uh, it was like a little 30-second thing. It wasn't nothing major. It's like, can you sign this shirt? Hey, and all that shit. I had it a little like talk with Ben Wallace right before uh, the COVID shit. So before COVID shit, I was actually working part-time at the arena. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had a little job uh, with the Red Wings and the Pistons. And I used to just bump into everybody just on the cool. You know what I'm saying? But um, I definitely... Had a talk with Ben. I had to tell him about how during that championship run, it was like, say, man, I was 14, 15 years old. Like, that helped shape my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that energy that y'all had, you know what I'm saying? Ferocity, not to back down to nobody. Like, they went against Carl Malone, Gary Payton. Shaq, Adam Kobe. Tiddy, already three-time defending Shaq and Kobe championships, and they took them down in five games. Like, wouldn't let them score no points at all. It's like that. That shit the was best defense like, on the planet, bro. Starting the greatest, five went to the, the greatest underdog game. story of all time. Well, except Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince sadly didn't go. It, it was fucked up. Yeah, I was sick about that. Okay, yeah, four out of four out of five starting five. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. It was fucked up because Tayshawn was a really good player, bro. He scored and he played really good defense against T Mac, Reggie Miller, everybody that was scoring for the other team. They would put. Tayshawn on them though you want to say lock them down the original 3 and D player yeah what's the next video you gonna shoot for uh, you gonna shoot Rio um honestly I don't know man uh or what song you trying to push off your album what do you mean your tape um right now I'm just gonna push the tape as a whole okay I'm actually looking to um I ain't gonna get too much away I'm gonna try to surprise the people with the next few moves, but um, I got the uh, Brawling Hoes video coming soon. Legendary. With Young Wallahi Genius, uh, the first song off my project, Be Safe, Be Great. I shot a video to that. Uh, that'll be coming soon. I just dropped the Sado video five days ago, so go tap in, go Play watch that. Sado video dropped on my birthday. Um, Today, shout out to my Uncle James, man. Rest in peace to my aunt. Corona got the best of him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sorry to hear that, bro. Today, today uh, would have been his birthday. So that's why I had dropped the, that's why I chose to drop the tape today on February 8th, specifically. Okay. That's legendary. You know what I'm saying? And honor my uncle. Rest in peace. Happy heavenly birthday. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He definitely tuned in. Definitely listens. You know what I'm saying? That's how. What you um, what's the next song you pushing off your project, or what you, what you working on next? What, what we got? Shit, bro. So we just shot two videos. We, I just shot one called Cinnamon Apple. Uh, that's on the uh, you know, some tape as well. Mm-hmm. And then we just shot Borrowing Hoes. So I'm waiting to get those back, and I got two or three songs ready to go as a good follow up. Okay. And really, bro, I'm just making music. And I'm going back to Southfield right now to get what I need for Southfield Legend Volume 2. Yeah, I'm not energy. Putting, yeah, I'm not putting a, you know what I'm saying, date out. But I was just, like, sitting at home. And mm-hmm. I was like, I need to go to fucking Southfield. You know what I'm saying? Muslims go to, you know what I'm saying, Mecca. 
Wallahi Jig, I go to Southfield. <laughs> get shit going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? That's why I even stop. I mean, like, shit, that's pretty much how I end up stopping by, really, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I need to go to Southfield and then bam, nigga. This shit just came together, bro, and it worked out perfectly. Yeah, I seen I seen uh, Rio talking about he was in Nashville. I'm like, shoot. I'm like, I wonder if he got Louisville on the way through there. So I'm like, man, stop, stop through, bro. Yeah. Catch up, catch an uh, episode of this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the love for even and, and inviting us, bro, man. For real, man. Shit. Got to get back to my Kentucky roots, man. You feel me, man? Grew up out here in Kentucky, yeah, man. Tap in. You know they they love that Detroit music. They love the scene up. Here. They love the scene down here, bro. Oh yeah. Hey, man. I'm about to say any artists that want to work. Just trying to do some features down in Louisville, Nashville, wherever, man. Tap in. Um, let me know what your budget is, man. I don't, we can make it work. I'm reasonable. Don't be afraid to reach out. All right. And then <clears throat> let me ask this last question because I like to ask this to people uh, from HBCU. If you didn't go to the HBCU that you went to, I got a two-part question. Uh, what other HBCU would you have went to and... Since we from Michigan, uh, what in-state school would you have went to? Mm. You know what? Jackson State, bro. I would have went to Jackson State. Because I found out Mississippi got some hoes. Uh. Just from living down south. Like, I just be meeting a bunch of girls from everywhere. Mississippi. Jackson State was actually number two on my list. I was going to Jackson State. I went State. there because... I mean, I went to Kentucky because it was closer. Okay. But, um... My number one choice was Bethune Cookman, just because mm. I knew that it was right there on Daytona Beach. Okay. And it was just like what going to school on Daytona Beach? Damn, that sounds Black crazy. school. Mm. Yeah, they probably going wild. I I didn't even know that. Yeah, Damn. Shout, shout out to Bethune Cookman, yeah. man. Y'all gotta tap in, bro. Like I gotta I gotta hear about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just said I that. went to go there. Like, my, y'all mama, down there like, by the beach? my mama like, how you about to get there? <laughs> man, <laughs> how you about to get back and forth? You feel me? I should have just risked it all and went. And just kept. Man, I was thinking Jackson State, and then my second choice was Southern. But that's because, you know what I'm saying, I was in band. I ain't gonna lie. When, I went, <laughs> I when it was good. time for me to pick my college, I was heavily influenced by motherfucking college here. What? I heard they bring that show back. What? I think. I, I might go back to college. I might get locked Remember in. the last season they was on the Virgin Islands? They had that school? Mm-hmm. I, would, I don't know. That school seemed like it was a little jank, but. Uh, sketch, yeah. Going to the school on the Virgin Islands do seem a little like. And then for like a school in, in you know, St. Michigan, I probably would have went to Michigan if I didn't go to Western Michigan. Okay. Like as far as the school that I would have. Because I done partied at every Michigan school, bro, since I finished my, my like college, you know, since career there. But mm-hmm. Michigan had the next hypest parties to us, bro. <laughs> Very little known fact. Black Michigan. Like the black students there, they all know each other, mm-hmm. and there's some hoes. Hmm. I'm about to tap in with them because that's what I want to do. I, I do plan on having an episode where I get the black students from the the PWIs and see what they uh see how they experience was, see mm-hmm. what they how they felt about the campuses, the the learning, the the refund checks, the parties, the the games. Like I wondered, like cause I know you, checks. I know you done been, you been to like a PWI, so mm. I know you can relate to that a little bit. Man, it's a world of difference, bro. Yeah, like, like, like you said that you said the government <clears throat> just funds them, but it's like with hella money. But I will say this though, the black crowds at these white schools know each other, so like 
we still party. It's like a black school in that regard that we just only party and hang out with black people when we're not mm-hmm. in school. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm. it kind of even feel like a black college in that way because you don't even fucking talk to white people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's on network. Like yeah, bro. It's just like you just you only talk to black people. Like most black people only talk to black people and be friends with black people and party with black people. So like, you kind of just meet the people that way. And that's kind of crazy because, like, you know, most people see that and be like, you know, well, why don't y'all just go to a black school if y'all just want to be just kick it with the black people? And that's and that's like that sparks like the conversation for me and other people. I'm like, you know what? Like, that's why I want to have like students from these PWIs talk to them. Like, well, why ain't go to no um no HBC? Like, what what was the reasoning? Like, do you feel like the degree really was gonna be better from that school, or was it like a? It's I I feel like it's the parents. Like, parents tell you don't go to a black college because education ain't up to par. Go to the PWI because mm-hmm. it's a better opportunity. They they tell you that mm-hmm. because that's how they were taught is that the black schools wasn't up to par as far as education. Okay. So, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like it's a, it's like a, I don't it, know. Like, it kind of started with, with your home as far as like what you tell your kids about black schools yeah so yeah so yeah that's another reason why we starting this platform because i want to get this to you know these students that are thinking about going to hbcu so i want like high school students to catch on to this and and even here like you know people that um just all different career paths and all different walks of life you feel me like i didn't graduate but i still started a platform i'm just getting it going Mm -hmm. you feel me you guys graduated you guys got degrees and everything (laughs) can get into the workforce at any point in time you feel me but you know you guys are following y'all passion you feel me you know y'all got to answer some of y'all using it to to back y'all passion if you know that's what you want to do then do it but in my case it was just like I, I was just being pushed to go to college and do something you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i feel like if you're in, if you find yourself in that shoot in those in those shoes to do something go for the black experience it's fun you're going to enjoy yourself you're going to enjoy the experience even if you go for a year two years you know what i'm saying you don't finish nobody's going to be able to take that experience from you the people you meet the just things that you go through, you know what I'm saying? Surviving on the HBCU campus, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can't nobody take that 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 away from me. So you know, so yeah, I still talk to a couple people that went to HBCU for this only like a year or semester, and they they even come back for homecomings. Like they graduated, you feel me? So oh, yeah, I do. Shit. I done seen G at a couple K State homecomings, and you I feel be, me? I be he pulling up. TSU ain't graduated from the, I mean, uh, Western Michigan. I be pulling up for like a day and don't tell nobody, and just kind of just land. You know what I'm saying? Where I fall? Because it's not about like who finished. It's about the impact you had while you was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's that network that's there. I want to thank y'all for stopping by, bro. You feel me? Hell like yeah. I, said, I told y'all pull up. I'm glad y'all did. You feel me? Get on here just to tell them about yourselves, tell them about y'all music and y'all HBC experience. You feel me? So, 3 a.m. in these streets, man. Yeah, so man. Did, did about a good hour chopping up, catching up and everything. And this is probably my best way to catch up with my friends now is on my platform. You feel me? So I'm I fuck with that. So, you know, even if I can't catch up with them when I pull up and everything, like I got a platform and people, you know, you got something going. And if y'all know people at y'all schools that got something going or just tell them about this platform so they can get on here and, and you feel me, get everything off their chest, you feel me, if they got some, some I say issue, but you know, they want to sit here and talk about HBCUs and how it's not fair of their experience, that they're, they're not getting the same experience that people at PWIs or if they just want to come on here and just, just talk shit, just to have some fun and everything. This, 
just what it's all for. So, yeah, yeah, man. Um, if nothing else, we're going to sign out of here. You feel me? Like I said, share, stream, and subscribe to this uh, HBCU on all streaming platforms and on all social media. And then y'all go ahead and give me y'all social media and everything one more time before we get out of here. Real the great. The one the girls love and haters love to hate. W-A-L-L-A-H-I underscore genius. You feel me? Southfield legend. Man, that's real the great. One word. R-I-O-T-H-A-G-R number eight. And it's HBCU as fuck. We signing out of here. Peace. Peace.